Recently, a good friend of mine that I always considered a kid turned 50, and he got me to thinking. I turned 50 a long time ago, and the realities of growing old are settling in. When I was nine, I remember sitting in our backyard swing, alone, pondering things that a nine-year-old ponders. By choice, I spent a lot of time to myself, as my older brother of 18 months had different interests, and my younger brother was just a baby and my sister slightly older than that. I specifically remember challenging myself to count to 1,000. I would count to 10, raise a finger, and repeat the process until I hit 100. Then I would draw a line in the dirt and start over. When I hit 500, I almost quit, but managed to continue until reaching 1,000. What a feeling of accomplishment! As I considered the possibility of continuing to 2,000, my mind wandered to the thought of how old I would be in the year 2000. I did the math and figured I would be 54, and at that time couldn't imagine living to be that old. Now as I think back, I don't even remember the year 2000 coming or going. My lifelong accomplishments include working in the IT field for 43 years, acting for 35 years, being married for 52 years, and having two great kids and five wonderful grandchildren. Of course, luck and the grace of God play into that too. But as these things have occurred, the clock has continued to tick. Before my father passed away, I asked him what he thought the toughest part of growing old was. His response, your mind thinks you're still a young man, but your body continues to disagree. Boy, was he right. I've noticed that I'm involuntarily verbalizing with a groan each time I stand up or sit down. I've noticed that normal everyday objects have become heavier. I've noticed that my annual physicals are, well, more intimidating. I've noticed that I'm getting less sleep as a result of multiple trips to the bathroom during the night. I've noticed days getting shorter and months going by faster. And the list goes on. I can assure you of one thing that this aging phenomenon can only end one way, and it can range from natural causes, to an accident, to health complications, or to an issue of hereditary conditions. So how can we best deal with this eventuality? I don't think anyone has the answer to that, but if there's a generation that's giving it their best shot, it's ours. After being laid off from his IT career, a senior friend of mine, Jim Spencer, decided to start a business selling souvenirs and supplies for dog owners. He travels to dog shows, has a storefront, and is working on creating a website to enhance his sales. After working in mainstream corporate America for over 35 years, Mary Mobley and his wife Tish decided to chuck it all to serve in the Peace Corps. They sold their house, their cars, and put their remaining valuables in storage and spent their Peace Corps time in Botswana, South Africa. Tom Kramer retired from the workforce, continued to play softball, and constantly worked on both his and his mother's houses to include painting the exteriors, laying tile in the bathrooms, and just about every other homeowner responsibility. Suzanne Young, since retiring, has published numerous mystery novels and occasionally tours the country speaking at various writers' conferences. My experience with previous generations, particularly my mom and dad's, was quite different. Aging was accepted as the final curtain. Taking afternoon naps, maybe an occasional round of golf with a golf cart, with good intentions of getting out there and getting more physical and exercise, but I never saw that happen. 
Somehow contentment was reward enough for them, but I've never been one to sleep in late or eat the early bird special at the local Golden Corral restaurant. I hope to continue my acting, my bagpiping, my writing, and making the best of my monthly YMCA dues as long as my health holds up. The only other solution would be what Woody Allen said about living our lives backwards. He said, you start out dead, and you get that out of the way. Then you wake up in an old folks home feeling a little better each day. You get kicked out for feeling too good, collect your pension, and when you start your job, you receive a gold watch and a party. You work for 40 years until you're young enough to enjoy your retirement. You party, drink alcohol, and are generally promiscuous, and then you're ready for high school. You go to primary school, you become a kid, you play, you have no responsibilities. You become a baby, and then you spend your last nine months floating peacefully in luxurious, spa-like conditions with central heating and room service on tap, larger quarters every day, and then... Voila, you finish off as an orgasm. But we all know that's not going to happen. <laughs>